0: fear makes you stupid. I'm not calling you stupid, but I want to teach you what fear does. So the more and more neuroscience that gets done, the more they're realizing that when intense feelings of fear, anxiety, or uncertainty are introduced into the human brain, that our IQ drops by 50%. So whenever you get scared, you're overwhelmed. Or even sometimes intensely joyful feelings, whenever those are being associated with the experience you're having or the information you're receiving, your IQ drops by half. Now that becomes a problem when a lot of our theology is based on a fear of punishment. It creates, traditionally at least, a worldview where we are afraid to end up in hell, so we make decisions. To avoid that punishment as swiftly and quickly as possible. But so then, when we're making these decisions, or I think especially when we're presenting the gospel to children, we're not even giving them their full mental capacity to make that choice, which, if you're like me, that bothers me. But then that also means that your brain is programming itself to function at half capacity whenever you introduce ideas like religion because of the fear that it's associated with. And that's even more true because of something they're finding that also is true both in literature and in neuroscience, that the principle of first mention, as it's called, is very powerful. The principle of first mention in a lot of literature, ancient literature especially, is that the first time a word is used is the way you should translate that word's usage and meaning every other place in the text. But they're finding that that's also true when it comes to the ideas that you learn and the ways that you learn them. So if you grew up in a church where you were told women could not preach or teach, any other time that you hear that information, if it does tell you that women can preach or teach, you will be naturally skeptical because the glasses you were wearing or the frames you were given told you that that wasn't true. That's what makes the embrace of new ideas so difficult, is that when we hear about something the first time, it's how we interpret it every time. That becomes problematic when the first time we learn something, it isn't right, or it's closed-minded, or when it's based in fear. Because that means every time you go, to process or learn something, if it's been first introduced to you, like a lot of theology is, out of fear, then you're not even really able to step into it with your full mental capacity. So what I'm arguing for is an introduction to God, to the Trinity, to hearing the good news, not first rooted in a deep fear of ending up in hell or being punished. It's why starting the story in Genesis 3 is such a problem, because what God's always wanted us to know first is Genesis 1. And so when we raise children, when we walk into new ideas, the first thing we have to make sure we get absolutely right is that we help them see that God is benevolent, which means he's good, that he is loving That despite what we see often in the headlines, this is a universe made out of Trinitarian overflowing love. We need to give everyone we encounter the opportunity to use all of their minds to understand and embrace faith. How else can we do what Jesus calls us to do, which is to love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength? If whenever we go to think about theology, our IQ drops by half because we've been programmed out of fear. It's why people are so afraid of new theological ideas. It's why it's such a honestly traumatic thing for a lot of people to deconstruct, because it's so rooted in fear, we're not able to use our full IQ. And so for me, when I recognized actually how benevolent and good and not scary the universe was came into a theological belief that said women can be all that men can be in leadership in the church. That was an egalitarian approach to the way men and women flourish together. When I realized that our ideas about hell are not biblical ideas, and that there is far more goodness and mercy ahead of us than there is fear of punishment, and that God was not some far-off distant ruler disappointed in what I did, but that God was reality itself, this overflowing Trinitarian source of life pouring through me and into me and out of me and all around me. It gave me the frame I needed to use all of my mind, not out of fear, but out of full curiosity and trust in a God who wasn't trying to scare me into believing in him, but was trying to fulfill me into believing in him, to reveal to me how beautiful and wonderful he was. And so pay attention. Ask yourself, how was I first told this news? Was it actually good or was it out of fear? And then secondly, question the first mention you have of these things because it is probably the source of why it's so difficult for you to embrace new ideas because the first frame you put on is difficult to take off, but it is possible. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. As always, we want to help you rebuild the holy imagination that we are all meant to have you can reach out to us at nehemiahcollective at gmail.com or look us up on instagram and send us a message